Welcome to Catch the Fire Toronto's weekly sermon podcast. This message was recorded live at Catch the Fire Church in Toronto, Canada. We hope you enjoy it. We're doing a series this month about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not a political system. It is heaven's rules overlaid on planet Earth. And followers of Jesus, I'm a Canadian citizen. I was born in Canada uh, when I was... Two months of age, my parents moved back to Malawi, Africa, where they, were, where they met. I never did become a Malawian by citizenship, but I lived there. And I came back to Canada when I was five. And I'm a dual citizen. I'm a dual citizen of Canada and heaven. The Bible says I'm already seated in heavenly places. What about you? Yep. And then the prayer that we looked at last week from Matthew chapter 6, Pastor Rob talked about the Lord's Prayer and how the Lord's Prayer is a new style of praying. In the Old Testament, people would, dear Jesus, well, actually, they didn't even say Jesus, dear Jehovah, would you, could you, please help? And the kingdom prayer is, your will be done now on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this daily bread now. And every single one of those statements is in the imperative. It's a command And so when we pray, we have the authority of heaven behind us. The prayers of Jesus were short little prayers. Stand up. That's a kingdom prayer. People would stand up. Be healed. They would be healed. So that's the the talk from last week. If you missed it, you can go to our YouTube channel. Uh, By the way, we have a brand new um, platform that uh, you got an email on Thursday about this week. And it's a, a new platform called Vimeo, which has no commercials, no censorship. So... Facebook occasionally cut into our meetings. Did you know that? They occasionally cut in. Sometimes they put ads in the middle of our sermons. I don't know why they block my sermon for an ad, but anyway, sometimes they do that. So we have a brand new platform with all sorts of archives, and if you click on Catch the Fire TV, you'll find all that. Anyways, my talk today, also from Matthew chapter 6, is about in the kingdom is stress-free living. How many days did Jesus sweat because of anxiety? Maybe the last week, maybe the Passion Week, and we celebrate that today, uh, being Palm Sunday. But I think Jesus woke up every day with a smile on his face of God, what what kind of fun are we going to have today? And I think he just lived in this life where he absolutely knew that his father had every issue, every stress point, every weight that could possibly come, his father was going to look after all those things, and he could just live to be a blessing for others. And friends, that's the kingdom value for you and me to live in. And so the passage we're going to look at, Matthew chapter 6, it starts in verse 25. Uh, Scripture's going to be on the screen in front of you. Here's, Here's what it says. This is the words of Jesus. Therefore, I tell you, read that next part with me, do not worry Let's say it again. Do not worry. What part of this do we not understand? It's so simple, but it's not simple, is it? It is not simple. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Can I just say that in the time of Jesus, you slept outside. You only went inside a house if there was bad weather. And so you're, you would have like an outer coat. Remember in the Bible it talked about that if you were giving your coat to someone as like a deposit, you were borrowing 
you're borrowing an axe from them, you're borrowing their donkey, you would give your outer coat, you basically gave your blanket, and they had to give it back to you by the end of the day because most people slept outside. So when the Bible talks, when Jesus talks about food, and when he talks about clothes, put the word house, my condo, my apartment. That's what Jesus is talking about. It's not just your food and what you're wearing. It's the bigger thing about, about housing. So let's keep reading. Verse 26, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Look at the person beside you and say, I think you're probably worth about three birds, maybe, maybe four. I don't want anyone calling the person beside them a turkey. No, don't do that. That's just crazy, isn't it, that we would think that we're not more valuable than a bird. And yet that's basically what Jesus is saying. When you begin to stress about life, you begin to devalue yourself. You begin to talk yourself down from what Heavenly Father sees in you, his commitment to you. You talk yourself down. Verse 27, can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Rhetorical question, no you cannot. Can you delete time? Yes. If you'd like to reduce your days, worry is what Jesus is saying. Verse 28, and why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow and they don't labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if this is how God clothes the glass, sorry, not the glass, the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown, tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? That little phrase, friends, when we get to our ministry time is gonna come back to us. I have a member of our congregation, I'll introduce him to you in a minute. He's a psychiatrist, and he uses Bible principles, three Bible principles, that are in this passage to treat his patients. Uh-huh. This is one of them right here. When God speaks to you, believe it. When God says, I got it, he's got it. And if you, if you don't believe that, then you're going to take it up again. But when God says, whispers to you and says, I, I'm, I'm going to look after your health. That big bill that you've got, don't worry about it. I got it. We need to believe it. Otherwise, we're not people of faith. Verse 31. So, what's it say? Do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. And here's the antidote. Here's what we do. This is one of the points we're going to talk about. We refocus. But seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So three real, real quick things, friends, in this passage. It's like if God's looking after the birds and looking after the, the plants, he's going to look after you. Yes or no? Yes. Thank you. Number two. Can you add to your days by worrying? So why do it? It's a rhetorical question that Jesus is saying. 
What, what help does this do for you? You're stealing life, is what Jesus is saying. And number three, does your daddy in heaven know your name? Do you have a father in heaven? Or are you like a pagan who doesn't believe that God's able to do anything? So we get to choose. I have a father in heaven. He knows my name, knows everything about me. I got a specialist today. Dr. Bola, come on up. The microphone's over there. Perfect. Should be over there. Is it hiding? He's got it. Yep, come on up. So Bola's been a part of our congregation, Bola, three, four years. He was, uh, there you go. You were, first of all, an online church member while you were at uh, Queen's University getting your, your doctorate. And uh, you now are doctor of what? What's the fancy title that you have, sir? <laughs> I'm not sure it's fancy. <laughs> Good morning, all. <laughs> yeah, so I did my um, fellowship at McMaster in schizophrenia. So I treat patients with schizophrenia and severe bipolar disorders. Okay, so a, a proper doctor, schizophrenia is your specialty, correct? That's correct. Correct. And... Uh, when we talk about worry and stress, like that's been a big issue in lockdown. What, what kind of things have you seen in the last two years? Who, who does worry and stress affect? Does it right. older, younger, everyone, males, females? I think everyone. <laughs> it has no, no disparity. Um, firstly, I think just going back to, just going back to the um, script that Jesus, Jesus gave us the instructions. I think he's not talking about what we term pathological worrying. Um, that would be significant anxiety or significant depression. I think in addition to the principles given by Jesus, it will be reasonable to, to seek professional help. And I, as I said during the first um, meeting, um, the numbers are high for mental health issues and um, yeah, even in emergency room visits, anxiety, depression, substance use, domestic violence, um, addictions, the numbers are really high. So if you need some professional help, please seek help. You know, the Bible talks about in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And then you can also apply the principles of Jesus. You, you know, we are armed with, with those. Um, coming back to the question. Yes, so stress, anxiety affects all of us, right? Um, and, the, and the text gives us basic examples of, of stress. What, what, can we eat? what can we eat? What can we drink? What can we wear? Uh, what tomorrow will be like? These are normal, everyday worries. And I think all of us will qualify for being a victim of these usual worries. So um, the problem, though, is if you continue to worry, and that's why Jesus was very clear that don't worry. Firstly, it doesn't change anything. Secondly, it makes matters worse. So in the brain, there are various um, neurochemicals or chemicals um, produced by the brain. If I see a snake, my stress hormone will tell me to react and run away from the snake. So we have some stress hormones like cortisol. Um, so they work well. When we tend to worry too much or we get stressed out, they go, very high, and you don't want them very high, you just want them at the right level. And to enjoy 
you know, staying with friends or just sitting um, during the service. We need other hormones like serotonin to give us that calmness, that lack of apprehension. But when we worry, we deplete the stores of our serotonin. And then over time, we tend to have symptoms. So it could start with sleep. So sleep is one of the first things that goes. So some people have poor sleep. And sleep and appetite usually go together. Um, so the sleep could be impaired. Appetite could go up or down. Some people could stress eat. Some people don't eat at all. And then the other thing that gets affected is our mood. So many times we just get edgy or irritable. Or sometimes we start feeling unhappy. Uh, we are not as excited about life like we would. And then it progresses. It affects things like concentration or energy levels, those things that we need for work. You, know, you need to be able to focus and you need to be able to have adequate energy levels. As we worry, those things tend to slip. And some people just feel a bit restless, a bit keyed up. They pace a lot. And anxiety sort of manifests itself in physical symptoms. And then physical symptoms could be things like headache or abdominal upset or I just want to throw up or I just feel tensed. So the, um, when we go for our spa days, we feel better, right? Because the tensed muscles have been relaxed, right? As a result of worry or stress. The good thing is, even though one doesn't have significant anxiety or depression, what I do is I use some of those principles that align with the Bible in my personal life. Just hold off. Yes. Don't, don't go there yet. Can I do my illustration first? And then yes. We'll okay. People, how many of you have a water bottle, coffee cup, Bible, purse? You have something to hold right now. If you got something to hold, and even if you don't, I'd like everyone to stand up, and I'd like you to hold whatever it is, hold it out. If you've got nothing in your hands, just pretend that you're holding something. All right. This water bottle, I weighed 410 grams. It's not heavy. Have you held a water bottle before? Yep. If I'm holding this water bottle for 10 minutes, arms straight out, guess what happens? Somehow the weight doubles. I hold it for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and my hand begins to shake because, oh my goodness, how did that get to be 10 kilos? And the longer I hold it, the more stress my body's in. All of the things that Dr. Bola just talked about, all the negatives begin to happen. This is worry. The longer I hold it, the worse it is. In this passage in Matthew chapter 6, basically Jesus says this. You're Jesus, Bola. <laughs> I give it to Jesus. Just put your hand down now. How many of you felt an instant relief when you put your hand down after holding it out for 30 seconds? That's the illustration right there. You can be seated now, friends. So, Bola... You have three things that you encourage people to do. Do you want to tell people about those three things and then we're going to pray them? Yes. So firstly is meditation. Um, during worship, especially for the second service, I could see people sitting down, kneeling down. I think a gentleman even laid prostrate around there. Essentially that was meditation. It's practicing quietness, stillness, and solitude. And you allow thoughts to come, thoughts to go, 
And before you know it, you focus on the right things, right? So the idea is not to deny the thoughts. You know, it's important to worry about, to think about what you want to eat, drink, or wear, right? But don't let it overwhelm you, right? And for us as Christians, it reminds me of this scripture. I shared it with the first um, session. Um, Psalm 46, I think, verse 10. It says, be still and know that I am God. And that's what we do when we spend quiet time. Um, at Catch the Fire, we spend almost 45 minutes in worship, right? So and, it's, and the it's word a bit know, of that. The word know there is not intellectual know. It's no. experientially know that I'm God. Right. When we still ourselves. Right. Bring ourselves to peace. Number two? Number two um, is from CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. The C there is to change our ways of thinking and replace them with th positive thoughts. And it's not denying the fact that there are worries or stress or things that, you know, really need our attention. It's putting them in perspective. So, for example, um, Jesus was talking about how God knows that the lily needs to be um, clothed, right, with beauty and splendor, and he says, how much more will God clothe you, right? So, we change the ways of our thinking and just be positive. What are we positive with? We are positive with the word, right? And so, here's the words of Jesus, friends. How did the doctor know this? Jesus says this, instead of stressing out, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. We refocus onto God's plan for our lives, not Satan's plan for our lives. Got it? Go like this. Got it? Number three. Three. So it's the B part of CBT. It's the behavioral activation. So behavioral activation would mean that you do something meaningful of fulfilling and that takes away time from worrying and it helps you feel better. You know, your dopamine is released or your BDNF is excited or stimulated. And as you do that, you feel better. For us as Christians, in addition to doing normal things, exercise, eating right, we receive from that presence, we talked about the quiet time, for that presence, it tells us, it gives us instructions to do things that are pleasing to his sight. So it could tell you, buy a coffee for a friend, or call someone that you haven't been in touch with for a while, just to minister to the person, right? And as we do those, uh, follow those promptings of the Holy Spirit, after abiding in his presence, you will find that you will worry less, right? You would have rolled over your worry, cares and anxiety to God, for he cares for you. This is the faith part, that when God speaks to us, we have to believe that that's our daddy, and he's helping us at that very moment that we're stressed, worried, and he gives us little assignments, like you said, pick up the phone, phone a friend, buy a coffee. Bake a cake. Bake a cake. <laughs> I like cakes. No, but the, the Lord's, he's, he's refocusing us with an assignment. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you remember when Elijah was ready to kill himself? He was so depressed. And the Lord spoke to him quietly. The Lord put him to sleep twice before he was able to receive instruction. And when the Lord spoke to Elijah and said, I got three things for you to do. And that was part of him coming out of his depression, out of, out of the suicidal thoughts mm -hmm. that he was struggling with. And the Lord, three little things for you, or three big things. Your anoint uh, Haziel, king of Israel, I think it was, or Judah. Uh, Jehu, king of Israel, and anoint Elisha mm -hmm. as the next prophet of God. And so all these principles that are in the scriptures, 
uh, Dr. Bolo uses. Friends, I would like us to be very vulnerable this morning. And just like we've said that everybody has stresses, everybody has weights, but some of you today like have big ones, big issues in your life. And uh, we want to stand with you this morning and minister to you. And so if there's something that's heavy on your heart, a health issue for yourself or a loved one, uh, issues around your job, issues around extended family, whatever those things would be, finances, can I get you to stand up right where you are right now? And we want to just begin to minister to you. So if that's you, just unashamedly just stand up. Church family, those of you that are seated, I'd like you to gather around someone who's close to you. And those of you that are sitting in the back third, turn around because there may be someone who's behind you. So church, just find someone that's around you. Get up, go to them. Make sure that no one's standing alone. And we're just going to start a ministry time now. If no one's come to you, wave your hand and say, hey, I'm right here. Okay, there's over here someone waving their hand. Just keep your hand up in the air if no one's come to you. There's a lady or a gentleman, can't see, white, top over here. Those of you at home, I hope someone's with you as well. If not, we're going to pray for you. And uh, Bola, how about you pray for number one? I'll pray for number two. You pray for number three. So the first one to pray for is the peace of God to come and bring rest to everybody. Amen. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, your word says, come unto you, all you that labor and heaven laden, and you will give us rest. We pray for everyone here going through symptoms of distress, Lots of anxiety, worry, stress, depression, unhealthy habits. We pray by that healing power of God that your anointing will rest upon every one of us, each of us, bringing wholeness, wellness, stability in our spirits and souls, physical bodies, bringing speedy answers, lifting every burden, meeting every need, wiping away the tears of the past and bringing all things new by the agency of God's Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. And we welcome your Father in heaven to speak to you and to overwhelm you with his love and a little thought that would say something like, I got this. I'm with you. You're not alone. And we bless you right now to hear the Holy Spirit talking to you in the middle of whatever it is that you stood for, that your daddy is always with you. He never forsakes you. You are never, ever, ever alone. He's in you in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You're wired to be able to be led by the Spirit of God. And so when God speaks to you and says, I'm with you, it's a promise. And we speak that to your emotions right now and say, be at peace. We speak to your, your mind and say, be at peace. 
We speak to your, your spirit and say, be at peace. You have a father in heaven who loves you with an everlasting love, always with you, never forsakes you. Yes, I just want to pray about the emotions of Jesus, you know. We read about this in, in, in the Bible, and it talks about God's unconditional love. May we begin to experience his overwhelming love, his unconditional love. And then, if you read through John, it talks about joy, the fullness of joy. May we all experience that joy, joy unspeakable, full of glory. That's the way Peter um, uh, reports it. It's overwhelming joy. That joy wipes away every tear, fills every void. And your joy shall be full as you spend time in his presence. And the last one, peace. We've talked about it, but we can never talk about it enough. That peace transcends all human understanding. May you begin to wallow and, and just be submerged in that peace. That peace of God. That peace, overwhelming peace. That, that peace that comes with prosperity, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Total restoration of all things as we spend time in his presence. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. People look at me. Pretend that you've got, you don't have to put something in your hand, but whatever that anxiety was, pretend that it's right here. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, it says, cast all your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. I'd like you to just close your eyes one more time and just see yourself, whatever that issue was, just throwing it on Jesus. And if you remember, one of the words of Jesus was, take my yoke, give me all of your burdens, and take my yoke, which is easy. The stress of Jesus was zero. Take that and give me your stuff. And so, Daddy, we're asking that a supernatural transition would take place right now where we can lay things down. And friends, tomorrow morning, when you wake up and Satan says, you better stress about your finances, you go, no, 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 yesterday we dealt with that. You don't want to pick it up again. You want to let it go. Give it to Jesus. When Satan says worry, you say, no, someone's worrying on my behalf. His name's Jesus. Yeah? Everyone stand one more time. We're going to welcome the Holy Spirit to fill us. Can we thank Dr. Bola for helping us this morning? God bless you, brother. Close your eyes one more time. Jesus, we welcome you. Jesus, we want to say thank you for having practical passages that tell us how to live. And Daddy, we don't want to live like pagans do, people who don't have a God. We want to live like children of Almighty God. We want to live like children who have an extraordinarily generous Father in Heaven. 
And Daddy, may your Holy Spirit come and fill us all, all again, right now. May your wonderful peace hit our bodies, take away stress, anxiety, all those things, all the worries of the day, all the worries of next week. Daddy, we just say, no, we don't need that. We want your presence. We want your peace to be with us. And Holy Spirit, come and fill us again right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We hope you encounter God and were inspired by this message today. To watch video of this message and other messages from Catch the Fire in Toronto, visit catchthefire.tv. Catch the Fire has churches, schools, events, missions and media all around the world. To find out more, visit catchthefire.com.